one of my long-standing interests has been in asking better questions because I think that the quality of the questions that you ask dictates the quality of the response that you get. So it's no use looking for better answers if the question that you're asking is the wrong one. I think a lot about this in the context of interviews when we're trying to get better information from our counterparts, but also when we're performing an interview in, on behalf of a wider audience. So I was very excited to listen to Jay Akunzo on the Everything is Marketing podcast talk about how to ask a question to warm up an interviewee. Well, if you don't get good material from your guest, it's not their fault. It's yours. And so you have to create the right environment. And I've mentioned a couple specific things. I mean, one more really specific tactic is when I notice someone is stiff, even before I hit record, but sometimes I've interrupted people like a couple questions in, I basically say, hey, uh, Corey, I'm getting a little wonkiness on the audio. I just want to check your levels really quick. I'm going to cut this part out, by the way. Do you have any pets at home? So I will ask you authentically right now, Corey, do you have any yep. pets at home? Oh, yeah, I do. I have a, a, a black pug. A black pug? Why yep, pug? Remy. Oh, what's, what's, I love wait, pugs. You love pug? Why? Um, my dad had them growing up and I grew up with them in my house always. And they just have the, the craziest personalities. They're just a little balls of fire. How would you describe if Remy was a person, what would he be? Oh, my gosh. I, I think he's kind of like a Shia LaBeouf. Like a little bit unpredictable, a little bit weird, but also you just like love him. You can't get enough of him. Okay. So like, I think listeners can tell you're starting to feel warmer. You're smiling in a way you weren't before. So I'll, I'll interrupt or I'll start before I hit record. But if I notice you're stiff and I'll, I'll give you some sort of personal question. I like hmm. pets one. Cause even if they don't have pets, they're like, well, I got a couple kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, I, and I have to be like, Oh my God, that's the best joke I've ever heard. So I asked the pets question I've asked, um, last meal on earth. People get really excited about that one. Hmm. I've also asked if you had to pick between these next two things, and one has to leave your life forever, but one you can keep. Pizza or ice cream? Which are you keeping? Which are you getting rid of forever? Really interesting conversations emerge from there. So anyways, I say this as if I'm engineering their audio. I'm not. I'm engineering them. Mm. Because I need them to chill and relax and speak like a person. A lot of people get a head voice. This, this affects hosts too. You start to get a head voice. You're like, welcome to the show. On this show. It's like, whew. <laughs> Like try pushing the air in front of you by tucking your hands under your armpits and pushing. You get very mm. little power. It's very tense. But when you relax your shoulders and press through the chest, you have this nice intonation to your voice, first of all, but you get more power as an individual. And that's where I need you to be. You have to sound like you and also speak like you. And it's hard to do that because it is not natural to be interviewed or to do an interview. Like we're all acutely aware we're performing and people will listen to this. It's not the same. So when you hear somebody speak naturally, it's planned, it's practiced. When you hear a conversation that's like amazing banter between friends, they know how to perform and mimic amazing banter. It is in some ways different. The context is different for the listener. So it's different for the performer. And it's your job as the host to get that environment put together proactively so that everybody you talk to feels at ease and feels like they can speak honestly. So asking people about their pets or food is a really reliable way of warming them up and getting them a bit shaken out of their performative nerves. But I also think that we could do a better job of ending conversations and ending podcasts. So I wanted to highlight the other piece of advice that Jay Kunzo had. And obviously I recommend that you check out the entire podcast, which I link to in the show notes. What do your favorite sitcoms teach us about how to end a podcast episode when you end the podcast where you're just kind of like, okay, well, um, we'll see you in the next one and uh, check the show notes. And uh, I guess that's it, right? 
but how really should we approach it? And also, you know, what do your favorite sitcoms teach us about how to, how to approach it? One of my favorite sitcoms is Scrubs, which is famous for the voiceover, kind of tying it all together in pithy fashion with a, you know, uplifting indie song or an emotional indie song. Uh, another one of my favorite sitcoms is New Girl. And on New Girl, they yes. talk about uh, one of the characters, Nick, is about to break up with his girlfriend. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The girlfriend is about to move and they want he wants to stay with her and wants to leave a memorable imprint on her life as she moves, as she leaves. Mm-hmm. And he says he's going to give her the goosebumps walk away, which he's going to say something profound and like leave, right? Like leave it on a strong note. And they make fun yeah. of him and he can't do it and he's bumbling. And that's kind of like a lot of us. Like it's like we, we need to give them a goosebumps walk away. We need to give them that final moment, that final pithy insight, a quote from a guest, a thing you say, a beat or two or three or 17 of music, just sitting with a thought and a feeling. And way too often we try to give you these like tangible takeaway steps. We're like stuffing stuff into the space you need to feel and start forming a strong memory of our work. Or way too often we end with the credits with a whimper. You know, music, narration, your quotes in the interview, your guest quotes, all of these are tools you can use. And I think that's how you got to end. You got to end, leave them with a goosebumps, walk away. 